Welcome to Your Calling, our podcast, the podcast for Evangel University. Evangel actually means good news, and we want to share good news with you about the incredible ways our alumni, students, and friends are changing the world. I'm your host, Hector Cruz, and I work in the University Advancement Office at Evangel University. And I'm Philip Dowden. I'm the other co-host. I'm the Associate Athletic Director for External Operations. Before introducing our guests, we'd like to send out a thank you to the Assemblies of God Credit Union for sponsoring this podcast. Founded by Assemblies of God employees in 1951, AGCU provides day-to-day banking services for people across the United States and missionaries in 190 countries worldwide. When you bank with AGCU, you're helping support church ministry, university scholarships and programs, and humanitarian efforts. Well, Hector, today our guest, um, you know, you hear a lot talk about first ballot Hall of Famers, and we've got one today, um, Jackson Capel. He was the most prolific scorer in Evangel men's basketball history. Um, He tops the all-time scoring list with 2,337 points. He became the first 2,000-point scorer since the 02 season, and he passed Barry Kent to earn the top spot in the Evangel record books. He finished with 733 points his junior season and 730 as a senior to vault to the top of the list, where he also stands as the all-time three-point leader. He's the only men's basketball player to make more than 100 three-pointers in a single season, and the Kentucky native finished his career with 405 three-pointers all-time. He was a three-time All-American. He was also a three-time first-team All-Heart Conference selection, and he holds the school record for the most three-pointers in a game after knocking down 10 in 2009 at Graceland University. He helped Evangel to one of the winningest senior classes in the storied uh, history of men's basketball, won 92 games and made three trips to the NAI National Tournament. They also won the Hart Conference regular season in 2008 and earned two conference tournament championships in 2006 and 2008. And of course, he is a 2021 Evangel Athletics Hall of Fame inductee. Jackson, welcome to the podcast. Appreciate it. So oh, that sounded good when you said all that. <laughs> yeah. Well, did we miss anything? No, I think you got it. Okay. What's it feel like hearing all that? Uh, it was good. Uh, a long time ago, but you know, it was, you know, Evangel's always, you know, brings back a lot of memories. So it's good to good to hear Phil talk about it in a good light. <laughs> Well, it, this is an interesting one for me because we were at in, at Evangel together at the same time, and so yeah. I I got to live this, you know, as a fellow student at Evangel, watching you do all these things. And so this has been uh, I've been looking forward to this conversation for a little while. So let's start at the very beginning, and uh, where were you born? And tell us a little bit about your family. Uh, okay, <clears throat> I was born in uh, Durham, North Carolina. Uh, I grew up there. I was probably around five when I left and my dad got a job as a athletic director in, uh, in Florence, Kentucky. So I pretty much grew up there, like probably 10 minutes from Cincinnati. So, you know, we grew up there. I was able to get in the gym all the time, you know, cause my dad being an athletic director, that's kind of where my, my, you know, passion for basketball you know, started and watching my brother, he was before me, he was always good at the school. So, you know, we grew up pretty much, you know, in the gym and, you know, playing basketball and baseball and all of the sports, but yeah, it was good. 
Some people might make the comparison and say that you were the J.J. Reddick of Evangel, and I flip it around and say, no, J.J. Reddick was the Jackson Capel at Duke. And <laughs> yeah, it makes sense I, given you were born there in Durham. That's right, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, if, it, if, he, didn't go to, if he didn't go to Duke, maybe I would have. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what, what it is. <laughs> exactly. So, um, so what year did you graduate from Evangel, and what was your degree in? Uh, I graduated 2009 uh, with a degree in uh, business management. So me too. Same oh, yeah. thing. Yeah, shared experience. Absolutely. Right. You probably got better grades than me, though. Well, you you made more threes than me. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, there's it's, trade-offs, you know. Trade-off, what I mean? you know what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a there's a lot of three pointers made on this podcast right now. Um, it, it's it's a little one sided, but. Uh, yeah, between the three of us, there was a lot of three pointers made. <laughs> That's right. That's true. Though. That's right. I will say, in high school, I did uh, I did have nine threes in a game. Oh yeah. In high school, so I feel like we're pretty much the same player. Yeah. Yeah. Again, like if I wasn't at Evangel, maybe you. you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it could be. You would have been me. That's good. That could, that's right. That's what I tell people. <laughs> so what are you? So obviously, Phil and I know the answer to this question. What are you doing now? Uh, I'm going to be the coach, the assistant coach at Evangel. Yeah. So I, I, yep. What's that? What's that like? Are you looking forward to coaching with your brother? I mean, Bert, Bert was announced the head coach not too long ago, taking over for the illustrious career of coach Jenkins, which you both played for. Um, and, and now you get to coach with your brother. What are you, are you looking forward to that? Oh yeah. It's we, me and my brother kind of, you know, you know, Ever since I started coaching, you know, four or five years ago, uh, we've always talked about, you know, doing, you know, something together and trying to, we thought it would be fun. And, you know, so it's even more kind of exciting about, you know, getting that Evangel. So not only do we get to coach together, we get to coach at Evangel and, and you know, experience that together. So, you know, yeah, it's, it's exciting. It's a little bit, you know, strange being back, you know, after being gone all this time. But it's exciting at the same time. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So I want to get into that a little bit. So we know what you're doing now. We know when you graduated, let's fill in the gaps when you graduated. I know you, you played a spoiler alert. You played professionally. Um, tell us a little bit about your career path and your career journey. Once you left Evangel as a student, uh, I started in, I played in Germany for I think three years. And then I went to, played in Switzerland. Then I finished my career in Spain. So those three countries. And how long in total? Eight years total. Awesome. So yeah, it was a lo- it was a long time. I, you know, it was a it was a blast the whole time. So, you know, I don't know. I, I miss it a little bit playing, but I, I enjoy what I'm doing now. So so how often do you think you and your brother are going to challenge the current players to, to games just to make sure they, they know exactly where they fit into the whole thing? <laughs> well, whenever they talk back or doing <laughs> you know, like that, we're going to have, we'll have to play just one-on-one and then yeah, it's not exactly. that way. If they have any, if they have any complaints, we'll settle it that way. Okay, good. Good. <laughs> I told my brother, if, if we ever disagree, we just have, we'll shoot for it. You know what I mean? <laughs> If we have a difference of opinion, we'll shoot for it. Whoever makes it gets to go with it. 
Okay, yeah. I think that seems like it favors one of you over the other, but I'm, I'm sure he's <laughs> hey. up for the challenge. <laughs> so, J Jackson, you talked a little bit about your professional career. Um, w w when did coaching come about? How did you um, kind of get into coaching and decide that that was the next step after finishing your playing career? Uh, I mean, I, I always enjoyed, like, the – the strategy and the, you know, the competitiveness and all, all that basketball offers, you know? So when I was done, you know, I got old, I was probably 30 when I stopped playing. And, uh, you know, I kind of, I kind of saw basketball in my later years, you know, I kind of thought more about the, you know, strategy and all that. When I was younger, I was just playing, you know what I mean? I was, I could just go out there, you know, shoot it and do whatever. And when I got older, I probably slowed down a little bit, a little more strategic and, you know, thought about the game a little more. So, you know, when I was done, I kind of, you know, wanted to pass that on maybe to to other players. I, I've had, you know, good coaches and, and bad coaches. And I kind of always wanted to be, you know, you know, the good coach to, you know, some player that, you know, needed because it was always a big part of, my life, like all my coaches impacted my, you know, my life, like tremendously. So I always wanted to be that positive, you know, in maybe to somebody else that's coming up. So, so what, what were some of the coaching stops you've had until now coming back to Evangel? I, I started at uh, Cincinnati Christian. Okay. And uh, when I got done playing and then I went to uh, IU East, Indiana University East for two years. And uh, then I was at uh, Palm Beach Atlantic. Okay. So before, you know, my brother got the job here at Evangel. So. Okay. So your brother's obviously been coaching for a while. You mentioned your dad as an athletic director. What, was he a coach as well, or was he just on the administration side? Uh, he was actually, he did the athletic director, but he was also the uh, baseball coach uh, okay. at my high school. So, you know, he grew up, you know, being a baseball fan, we always, we love baseball. I love playing baseball, played, you know, AAU or double ABC baseball. That's what it's called where I'm from. I don't know. But, uh, you know, so yeah, we love baseball. It was always my second sport. So. Yeah. So ha having, having, you know, family ties, coach Jenkins, obviously his illustrious career, is there a singular coach or have you kind of thought about, you know, as you're getting into your coaching where your influences and styles will come from? Oh yeah, I mean, I think I think that's an advantage I I have in in coaching is I've played for so many you know coaches and been able to see you know different styles and you know there's good ones like Coach Jenkins you know but there's also bad ones so you kind of you kind of can see you know like what works with players what doesn't you know what strategies you want to implement uh, you know all different kinds of things that you can, you know, see firsthand has kind of helped my, uh, you know, my thought of, you know, what kind of coach I want to be. And, you know, it's, it's a lot, it, you get a lot different types of coaches in, in Europe, you know, than you do here. So I kind of be able to see that. So I, I feel like maybe one of my strengths is to, you know, learn from, you know, mistakes and, or successes that I've seen. So I try to do that as, as best I can. So maybe getting a little more nuanced to the game of basketball, how did you see your game um, 
change or adjust going from, you know, growing, growing up here playing basketball and then having to adjust to the European style of basketball? How did you kind of have to adjust your game individually? Uh, I mean, when I got over there, you know, the players are, you know, a little bit bigger. They're a little bit quicker, you know. So, I mean, I was pretty talented, so I could, you know, I could still, you know, score and, and do all that. But I, I feel like I had to adjust in my thought process probably more. I had to think about a little bit more about, you know, the game and, you know, what the defense is giving me, you know. In college, I kind of it didn't matter what the defense gave me. I would just shoot it, you know, from, you know, wherever. That's true. That, then, that's true. I can yeah. I can account for that. He would he would just shoot it from. It didn't matter where. <laughs> right. So, you know, uh, not that I didn't do that in Europe a little bit, but I I was able to, you know, just read the defense a little bit more. Like I say, because they're a little bit quicker, a little bit faster, a little bit bigger. You know, so uh, being being smart was a something I could, you know, uh, help me gain an advantage as well. Nice. So of the three places in Europe that you, that where you lived and played, which one was your favorite? And, and, and this is not because of basketball, which one was your favorite just culturally and the experience of living there? Yeah, that's a hard, that's a hard uh, thing, but I, I probably would say I liked it all. I liked them all. Uh, you know, Switzerland had the mountains, you know, Germany was nice. But I probably like Spain the best, especially because of where I, I was. I was right on the um, uh, like the ocean type. Okay. So that made it nice. You know, the, the Spanish people were always nice. Not that nobody else was, but they were I enjoyed my team. We were pretty good. So that, I think overall, you know, was my best experience, I guess you could say. So, so food-wise, would you say food was best in Spain, or where do you think the best food was of those three? Uh, that's another good question. Uh, yeah, I would say Spain. I like Spain's food probably the best out of all. But like I said, the, Germany and Switzerland, they both, you know, they both had their own unique every, – everything was unique. So, like, I'm a person that likes to try different things. So, yeah, I, I liked, I really liked it all. You know, I had I ate horse in Switzerland. That was oh, wow. a little weird. Yeah, but that was kind of popular <laughs> there, I think. But that wasn't very good. But everything else was. <laughs> all right, good. But yeah, it was all good. Really, it was all really good. And when I was in Switzerland, I was I was really close to France, so I had that kind of food going for me there. So that was really good. But I don't know. It was all good. It's good. a tough question. I like that. I like that. So now you're you're getting ready to 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 get here and and to start this thing. I'm really excited about what you guys are going to do. And um, in your free time, though, what kinds of hobbies do you do you enjoy and and like to do? My free time. Well, I don't have much free time, but I I'm a I, I my wife is pregnant and I have a son, so that takes. A lot of time. It does. But Congratulations. Hobby. I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't know about that. Congratulations to you guys. Yeah. Thank you. But uh, yeah. So I mean, I, I had a graphic design minor in um, okay college. So I kind of like to do that kind of stuff. You know, in my free time, it's always been kind of fun for me. So a little bit but, of like an art type of outlet for you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I kind of like so. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, I, I feel like I hear someone 
that understands Hector is on this new mascot committee and might be, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Jackson, yeah, yeah. We, we might we might have to talk offline. We, there might be some, yeah. uh, there might be some pro bono logo work that you could do for it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Coach, you know I do I can do both. Okay, all right. <laughs> so I've got a, I've got a hobby follow up question. So I I feel like I should know the answer to this, but I don't. So I'm not just asking this um, for a podcast and everybody listening, but I'm asking because I genuinely want to know. So the Pro-Am Summer League has started back up here in Southwest Missouri. Are, are you playing? Uh, I've had a couple people ask me about that. And I, yeah, I will play. I, I haven't played, I haven't played basketball since before COVID started. So this is probably the longest I haven't played in my life, probably. So yeah, I would, I'm I'm eager to get back. And I would play. love to see I would love to see you and Bert out there on the same team, just crushing yeah. the dreams of all the up and comers <laughs> that think they could get out there and, and play. That's right. That's a that's another thing we never got to uh, realize is playing together. Yeah, you know, on a on a on an actual team. So you know, hey. I'm, I'm as long as he passes it to me, I don't mind playing. <laughs> I feel like there's a subtle jab there, a little, <laughs> just a little tweak. We're going to send this to him and say, Bert, what's going on, man? Come on. That's right. He's got to sign something that says he'll pass me at least 10 times during the year. Okay. All right. We'll see what we can do. <laughs> Phil, tell him about the Athletics Hall of Fame. Yeah. So, um, anybody listening, the Athletics Hall of Fame um, is Friday, October the 1st. It'll be in the Evangel Dining Hall at 6 o'clock. Tickets are available right now at evangelathletics.com backslash tickets. Um, go on there. Um, individual tickets, single uh, table tickets that seat eight are both available. Um, we look forward to a fun um, and uh, just a memory-filled evening um, in our annual Athletics uh, Hall of Fame and the Dining Hall on the Evangel campus. Um, open to the public right now. And before we get back to questions with Jackson, got to say a little bit about the business department. As you heard, Jackson is an alum of our business department. I am too. So I'm a little bit biased. Uh, if Phil went to Evangel, I know he would have been in the business department. He teaches for our sports management program, um, or at least he used to. I don't know if he still does. But uh, students within the business department earn comprehensive majors in management, marketing, accounting, finance, nonprofit business, and social enterprise and business education. Students have the opportunity to oversee a $750,000 investment portfolio and participate in national competitions through participation in Phi Beta Lambda, or PBL, a national student-led business organization. They won several national awards this year, and the business department is nationally accredited. So uh, an excellent, excellent program. So Jackson, getting back into the questions with you, um, what brought you to Evangel from Kentucky? Uh Okay, so my brother and my sister were at Evangel uh, before me, and and my brother was currently coaching at Evangel. So that kind of you know, my family's always been close. So I I wanted to play for my brother. My sister was in town, uh, so that kind of you know tilted the scales, you know in that direction uh you know i had other other offers but you know being able to do that uh was 
you know, was a good opportunity I felt for me. And, and my, my mom and dad also went to Evangel. So okay. it was kind of a tradition. So I was going to ask about that. If, if you had any other family connections, that's a, that's a hard one to compete against. So you had a lot of family connections at Evangel. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. So are you the youngest uh, to, uh, of your family to come through Evangel? Uh, yes, currently. So, I <laughs> currently with all the between you and your brother with all the little ones running right, right yeah. around soon to be. So so how was that being the youngest to come to Evangel? Did you um what what was it? Oh, you're Christie's little brother, you're Bert's little brother. Did did you have a lot of that whenever you got here? Uh yeah, I did. I had some of that. Uh you know, my brother was still there, like he never he never actually left, so he still knew, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people knew him. So, you know, I, I got that a little bit. That's maybe that gave me some more motivation to, you know, blaze your own better. trail. That's right. So now that now they have to say I, he's my brother. That's you know, right. After you, make, after you make so many threes, they got to say that. That's right. It's I in the, it's in the contract. Yeah, it's, it's a rule. <laughs> so outside of basketball, what was your experience at Evangel like? Uh it was great. I, I had, you know, being away from home, you know, for the first time, my family's probably, you know, it's probably eight or nine hours away. So, you know, I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed that part of it. I enjoyed being, you know, in the dorms with, with all my friends. And, you know, I still, my roommate, uh, Chad Glassy, who I played with, you know, we still hang out, talk all the time. So uh, other guys too. I mean, it's, we had an alumni game just recently and, you know, I got to see all the guys that I went to school with and it was like brings back memories, all the, all the great times, you know, just going to the calf and, you know, just hanging out, you know, in the dorms doing stupid stuff. Uh, it was, it was a blast. I, I, I loved it really. It was, let me, let me, the, let me put a disclaimer out there. It, it was all always evangel appropriate, stupid stuff for, <laughs> for anybody. I mean, you are a first true. ballot hall of famer. I'm not sure the statute of limitations has exhausted yet. So <laughs> let me just cover you with that disclaimer, all evangel appropriate, stupid stuff. <laughs> yes. That, I should have said that. That's my fault. <laughs> That's all right. So, um, I mean, looking back now and your experience at Evangel and seeing how it shaped you, do you feel like you've you've found your calling in, in coaching or, or how have, has your journey with your calling gone? Uh, yeah, I mean, like you said, uh, you know, I kind of realized I wanted to coach, uh, you know, at the end of my playing career. So, yeah, I feel like, like I said before, too, um, I I kind of wanted to be, I've had so many uh, coaches that have, uh, you know, shaped my thinking and my, my life and, you know, positively and negatively. And I just, you know, always wanted to be that, uh, you know, positive uh, influence for, for someone else. Because, like I said, my life wouldn't be the same. I wouldn't have been able to accomplish you know, things that I've accomplished without those people in my life. So, you know, it's, it's nice to feel like you have an opportunity to do that for, for other people. So that's really kind of my, my, my calling or my goal. So basketball has been kind of primarily, you know, most of your life from professional to now on the coaching side, and you might've alluded to this a little bit, but um, if you, if you weren't coaching basketball, what, what do you feel like you'd be doing with your life right now? Uh, I mean, 
Yeah, that's a hard question. Uh, I, like I said, I, I like graphic design. I do that, you know, for fun. You know, I could I could do that more. Also, you know, my business degree has has helped me a lot. You know, you know, to be honest, I kind of use that, you know, even still with with doing different investments and doing different things. So, uh, no, yeah, I would I probably try to get into you know one or the other or both. You know, creating a business of graphic design or or something like that might might be interesting for me. But uh, yeah, I mean, I guess uh, you know that's kind of hard to hard to answer, you know, but I, I, I think I would do something in, in that realm. If, if basketball wasn't a part of my life, like I said, it's hard because basketball has been so big and you know, who I am. And well, and that, and that's good. It's kind of good that you, it's a hard question to answer because that means I think you're doing something that you love and you do, you're doing yeah. something that you feel called to. You can't envision really a world without it. And I think that's an important piece. So Jackson, um, one of the things we like to ask our guests on here it has to do with what they're reading. So uh, what kind of book recommendations would you have for something you might have read in the past or stuff that you're reading right now? Uh, I think uh, in the recent past, I, I read uh, Psych Psychology of Money. I thought that was a, a really good book, you know, talks about, you know, you know, different, you know, just the way you think about money in, in, in different ways. So I thought thought that was really good. And my wife made me uh, read the book, No Bad Kids. Okay. So trying to, <laughs> trying to be a better parent. <laughs> you, mean, you mean that you voluntarily picked up that book and read it on your own <laughs> because exactly. of your read wife's it. encouragement? <laughs> right. I've read it three times, so. Oh, well, good. Even <laughs> so, I mean, I need to come to you for some dad advice then. <laughs> uh, and uh, I always like the John Grisham book. So I, I kind of go through those, you know, whenever they come okay. out. So those are, those are the kind of books I, I like. Cool. Bill, do you want to jump into uh, our, our special game? Sure. Yeah. I think that's, uh, that's good. Is that next up here? All right. So Jackson, we like to play a game with our guests called two truths and a lie. Okay. And if I had a, a cool little musical jingle, this is where I would drop it in to introduce the game. But um uh, you probably have played this game before, but you tell us three things. Two of them are true. One of them's a lie. And Phil and I have to try to, uh, to guess what's what. Okay. So if you need a minute, that's okay. If you're ready, let's, let's jump in. I'm, I think I'm ready. Okay. Hit us with all three and then we'll try to guess. All right. Uh, I live in 11 cities around the world. Uh, I'm a great whistler. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, I'm better at baseball, some would say, than basketball. Ooh. In the past. Okay. Okay. Phil, what do you got? Wow. Um, well, since I can't whistle, I'm just, I'm going to say I want that one to be true. So, um i'm gonna say that one's true all right um man i i feel like there's some that there, there's some more rivalry going on here because i've talked to bird about this baseball thing a little bit and and it kind of popped up and i wasn't expecting um this baseball rivalry here um so i i, I feel like that's true um 
I don't know, but the 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 cities, um, the man, that's tough because um, I don't know. Um, I, I feel like we're being too specific, though. We, we've said this on past episodes. The eleven cities seems like it's uh, too specific. I know I got burned on this on our last episode. No, but you got to stick with it, man. You got to stick with it. I'm with you. I'd say I'm going to say the 11 cities is uh, is the lie because it's going to be a different number. I, I don't know how you can argue with being a great whistler. I just I just am going to say that's true because I want him to, to show us. And uh, and the baseball thing, I can I can see that being true, too. So, uh, Jackson, how do we do? Uh, I can't whistle at all. <laughs> oh, man. oh man I that's just such a random one to put out there I, I actually had this conversation with my wife a couple nights ago we've got a new puppy and he runs off from me and she goes why can't you whistle so <laughs> I, I've dealt with this personally in the last like month and I wanted it to be true so bad oh man yeah <laughs> I want to be able to whistle too I I feel your pain it's it's a and and that's going to probably hinder your coaching career a little bit too. That, that is true. That is true. I feel like we need a whistle support group after this one, man. There's probably somebody that can help you guys out. So so that so then you so eleven cities was right and the baseball thing was right. All right, all right, that's good. We can we can get with that. Well, what questions as we wrap up, Jackson? We've asked you a bunch of questions. What questions do you have for us? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I I'm just getting forward to i'm looking forward to you know seeing you guys around and you know getting to know you i know i know you again getting no phil and getting to you know see you uh back around i haven't seen you forever so i don't know if i have any questions but uh well no we feel we feel the same way we're excited for for you to to come back and and we're excited for what this season is going to bring just excited for you and bert and um, really the trajectory that, uh, that the basketball program is, is on. So appreciate you yeah. jumping on the podcast with us. Thanks for joining us. And, uh, again, congratulations on the hall of fame induction. All right. Thank you guys. And to our listeners, thank you for listening to your calling our podcast until next time. I'm Hector Cruz. And I'm Phil Dowden. Don't forget to share the good news and be the good news. God bless. Mm-hmm.